everyone, I'm James Smith Grattan. Today I'm going to be talking about money, which is extremely difficult. People that have money think they know everything about money and they don't need to hear anything else about it. Or they know their parents have enough of it and they can just get it from them. People that don't have money are mad about it, which is extremely understandable. They a lot of times have self-defense mechanisms built in where they pretend like money doesn't matter. Well, they're not pretending, but they internalize the fact that they feel money does not matter so they don't have to feel like upset all the time. Also pretty understandable. I have found myself being in both camps depending at what point of life I was in. Mostly in the camp of thinking money doesn't matter just because I was young and young people generally don't have money. So it's the most obvious way to think about money when you're a younger person. This conversation will hopefully serve to expound on both of those mindsets and find a way to combine them in a way for the modern person who wants to be mindful about the way they think and, and talk about this issue because it's, again, extremely difficult. We, especially as Americans, live in a society where there is a lot of money. So it's very easy to go a long time without discussing money, just kind of because it's everywhere. Even if you yourself don't have the privilege of bringing in a high amount of income or spending money to get things that you want. You probably have a lot of people in your life that do, or your employer does, or your city does in a way that's like hard to even conceptualize when you're still learning how the world works. And of course, how your place uh, actually works within that world. Now, generally, I want to find a way to make money funny. I want funny money. It's mainly one of those spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down type things. I have not cracked the code yet. I have made some shorts about money. They have not been amazing. Uh, not being too hard on myself, but just trying to be a thoughtful creator and, and trying to obviously push myself into areas that I'm pretty uncomfortable talking about. I am most, like a lot of people, I grew up... I guess I could I could give you a class here. You could you could maybe take a guess. Maybe I might I'm in a, I'm wearing a cardigan, so maybe you think I'm high class. Maybe you think I'm low class. I don't know. What do you think of cardigans? But uh, it's it's a great it's a barometer for money, right? Like if you're dressed like you're an old man, does that make you old man rich, or does that make you someone who's retired before they even started their profession? But I, when I was growing up, I thought I was more middle class. My parents were both in unions in the city of Chicago. My father was in the Carpenters Union. My mother was in the Chicago's Teachers Union. And I did grow up in a home with my grandparents. It was actually my grandmother and grandfather's home. And we had kind of this big multi-generational family. Wonderful experience, loved it. I now see that in a way, I grew up sort of as a rich kid in that a lot of my needs were cared for. I got a lot of things that I wanted at, at Christmas time, which is when a lot of people take their monetary temperature, I would find. Uh, just seeing whether or not Santa, i.e. the U.S. economy, provides for what you might be interested in at whatever age it is. Um, you know, age of six years old being Legos, 16 being Lexuses. I did not get a Lexus. Um, side tangent, my first car was a 1991 Oldsmobile Cutlass. Uh, I also drove a 1992 Ford Taurus station wagon. Basically learned to drive on both of those cars. This was in the year 2006, uh, 2005, 2006. So they were not pristine automobiles. 
but I was very lucky to have access to vehicles and to be able to drive, um, which is one of those first turning points where you start to see which quote unquote kids age 16 has money, who does not have money. There's, there's years before that, even when you're like 12, 13, 14, you see some kids are taking the bus. Some kids are being driven around everywhere and some kids are being driven around, but they're being dropped off two blocks away from school because they're trying not to be seen in, um, you know, their wood paneled Chrysler PT Cruiser, uh, comical car from around this time period. But without getting uh, into just this automotive podcast tread, uh, let's let's stick on money. And let me just talk about, I guess, what I would want to accomplish with uh, the, the funny money, right? I just want people to be able to talk about money. It is very difficult. It is something where you have to expose yourself. Even me knowing I was going to sit down and do this podcast, trying to talk about my roots being middle class. I don't feel middle class now. I don't feel high class. I don't feel low class. I'm confused. I am still myself having spent years thinking about money, my place within it, my identity as it relates to our monetary system in the United States. I'm very confused about what it all means. And a lot of times when you are putting on this face that you're an influencer, you have to act all the time like you have answers. Uh, or at least that's that was my initial impression. I'm learning that's insanely wrong. That, that you're always like, you have to bring something. Like I want to offer something. So if, if I want to say something on camera and I want that to matter, I want it to be assertive in a way. Like I know what I'm talking about. But no one with money uh, knows exactly what they're talking about. I, I spend time listening to some of the richest people in the world through an interest in financial media, something like the All In podcast with these um, rich venture capitalists that are talking about money in ways that, that that can greatly expand. Obviously, your perception of what's possible and in the scale in which people can become wealthy. But it's it's still not exactly crystal clear. You know, if you listen to someone who talks about, say, buying and selling stocks, a lot of times they put on a presence that they know exactly what's going to happen or that they know something either or good or a bad stock trade. Not the case. No one knows the future. A lot of times people do well investing in stocks. And I actually, myself, invest in stocks. I believe you all should invest in stocks. Even not knowing you, I think you should probably invest in stocks. And you, you have to do that with an understanding that involves a lot of humility, with the understanding that things generally get better over time, but you don't have a guarantee that every year is going to just be X percentage points better than the last year. Um, historical returns on the S&P 500, 8 to 11% over the last about 100 years. But, you know, last few years, you're in the 20%. It's, it's, it's twice that, right? And there's been many years uh, where we haven't seen any sort of correction or sort of uh, a price loss w- within the S&P. And it's pretty incredible. Uh, you don't generally do well betting against progress. People get upset a lot of times with S&P, with, with, with uh, companies talking about owning companies. I have a lot of friends um, that I met through my time in the nonprofit sector. Let me repeat that. Nonprofit. It's ridiculous to define a whole area of work by a tax status, comically enough, by people who probably don't even have much tax to pay. But 
I have a lot of friends uh, from this field and a lot of them still talk like they hate companies and corporations. And that's kind of where I was for a while. I get it. But even if you believe a corporation controls the U.S. or the United States politicians are bought and sold by corporations, then then by that train of logic, wouldn't you want to then you yourself buy the corporations, which then buys the politicians, which then influences your life? Isn't that like the cycle that you want to be a part of? Like, I don't understand how you can separate that without um, obviously just dissociating your thinking or, or being kind of a hypocrite even within your own thought process thinking, oh, buying equity ownership in companies doesn't matter. Um, but then the companies in their influence on the government does matter and the government, its influence on our lives as, as people does matter. At some point in that chain, there is a weak link and a lot of people can feel very strongly about the different links within that chain. And, and then they, they kind of ignore the first link. Um, the link that might be, it's a mixed metaphors here, more upstream, right? The top link that's that's holding, say, you up off uh, off the ground. And we are very much held up off the ground. Anyone that lives in America's standard of living is extraordinarily high. And it's, it's just a real funny thing to have spent so much time around people and to have been a person that has been extremely negative about uh, America when... We are by far the richest country um, the world probably has ever seen. I don't want to get into the whole Roman thing. This isn't one of those podcasts, okay? Um, aqueducts are cool, but you know they were still in some ways pissing in pots, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, uh, not that the, the, the world's, um, the epitome of success in the world is a gigantic flat screen TV and a vibrating chair, but it's not, not that. I mean, there's, there's definitely things, uh, I think we want as a people, good relationships, um, good health. And obviously despite having an extreme abundance of food and healthcare intervention opportunities, we are oddly sick and, some of us too fat, some of us too skinny. It's, again, back to the confusion piece, how there's a, an incredible mixture of, of influences that we experience, probably much more so in, in a country, in a time period um, that has so much abundance. Use the, the A word a few times, so I might as well go there. Everything is abundant. Um, you obviously get tired at the end of the day. You kind of feel like you can only work so many hours. Yes, that is true. But even if you dig ditches, maybe you have a lighter shovel next year because Fisker invite, invented a shovel that works better. Maybe you have the same shovel, but you see a, a, a TikTok and YouTube short. I got to use YouTube short. It's an American company. Uh, maybe you see a YouTube short where they, they put WD-40 on the shovel and, and then the dirt slides off the shovel a little easier. Human progress is very difficult to understand outside of the fact that it does exist. Um, we're constantly standing on the shoulders of giants, whether you are a ditch digger, my aforementioned example, or whether you're a high-level computer engineer, whether you are an extremely uh, successful podcaster and creator of media seen by people in... 190 nations all around the world or whether you're someone who's on YouTube um, 
you know, lucky to be seen by, by five people within your home country online. I'm not going to do it all here. I'm not going to be able to hit every topic. Obviously, I'm surfing, um, but that's, that's how it's going to be. Anytime you're thinking about money, you have to consider whether or not you're being abundant or whether you are thinking with scarcity. Uh, you have to think about the country you live in, the time period you live in. You have to keep perspective. We live in a time where people are constantly trying to get us interested in their products. A lot of times that involves people who are creating some tension, trying to create a need so that we want to fill that need with their product, with their solution. And that honestly could be fantastic. Maybe uh, you're seeing a, a commercial for a Toyota car that's manufactured in Japan that will be purchased in America to take you to Wisconsin. There's nothing wrong with that, especially that Toyota probably is going to last a long time. Might even create a monetary surplus within your family, an abundance of money within your family that leads to you being able to pay more for your children's education, which then subsequently in future generations grows the American economy so that we end up being so wildly successful. It doesn't matter if we bought a Ford or a GM uh, in the long term versus that Japanese produced Toyota, that we're getting enough from that abundance in the transaction that we are, in fact, able to just create more, more, more. The idea of more is something that every American can relate to. This is a country that's gigantic. We have money, we have size, we have ideas, we have dreams. And it's a fantastic thing. It's something that makes me positive that we will always, in my lifetime, be probably on top of the, the fiscal food chain. There's always going to be countries that are growing and decaying. And maybe a lot of you think America even is in decay, but doesn't mean all the countries that we're competing, quote unquote, against are not decaying or are not experiencing their own stasis or growth or you know, relative decline. It's very difficult. All right, I'm back. Uh, my camera overheated. I have a Sony a7 IV and you know what? There's an abundance of cameras in the world. I have another camera. I have a better camera. This is a Sony FX3. I was just basically performing an experiment with the thing. Got about 18 minutes out of it before it overheated. Um, but again, there's no limitation. I can continue to talk about money. I will switch cameras. I will switch days. I will switch opinions on you. I won't lie about that fact. Money is a journey. Um, I, you know, I guess I'm going to release this as part of a podcast series called Never Any Becoming. I will never stop becoming the next thing that I want to be. Anytime you achieve some level in life, whether it's an income amount, whether it's a personality subset, whether it's an athletic achievement, apex you're looking up that's just how we are i'm an american i've spent a lot of time trying to pretend like this is not the case uh, i cannot hide from that fact anymore i actually am getting married this year to someone who's not from america and it's uh increasingly making me helping me uh understand like who i am as a person and uh, some of the difficult parts about being where i'm from uh, in some of the amazing things about being where I'm from. In some ways, my immigrant fiance is more American than I am in some of the traditional ways that I feel like we, we see ourselves. She is extraordinarily hardworking, growth-oriented, um, ambitious, 
she has a great mind for expansion and abundance in a way that I'm a little bit more blind to because I'm in a place that I've always lived. Uh, I'm still living in Chicago, Illinois. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I'm trying to think if there's any uh, loops I want to close here before I have um, something else in my <laughs> in my chain of, of production go off on me. I, I don't need to. Uh, there, there's no closing loops of money necessarily. Uh, one thing I'll continue to talk about, I guess, is talking about how I feel like when you're creating content, you feel like you need to have answers. You know, I want to give you something. I want to provide some information. Hopefully I have done that in the last 15, 20 minutes. But it's just as good to spend time asking the right questions. Even if I don't exactly have answers for everything, that's fine because if you ask the right questions in life, you end up having the right life. You know, people that are focused on the wrong things can't live well. Maybe you don't care about money naturally. Maybe it's not the number one thing you think about, but maybe you love social justice, okay? You love charity. Well, guess what? Charity needs money. Maybe you just love cars. You know, you're a young gearhead. You want to get yourself a Tesla. You want to get yourself a 1966 Ford Mustang. I'm sorry if that's not the correct cool year, but you're going to need some dough for that, okay? I love video production. I just had my first camera overheat in the podcast. I'm sitting here doing right now in front of you. I had a second camera because I had enough money to be able to produce. I'm using a microphone actually that's much cheaper uh, than the one I normally use. I'm using a $100 Shure SM58, one I've had since I was 13, 14 years old. This microphone means a lot to me. That's the reason I'm using it today. Sometimes it's about money, having more, doing more, but sometimes it's about how it feels. Sometimes it's about, you know, being aligned with your emotion. And I guess that'll be the way I, I stop talking about money today or I end this first of many long-form discussions I'm going to be having on camera with just you, the audience, with myself, with people I inv invite on the podcast is the emotional element of money because that is the thing that ends up getting so difficult. I already mentioned that money is... A lot of ways, a force multiplier for the thing you really care about. So even if you don't have the emotion, you don't have the desire to learn about money, well, you probably want to affect change in some other area of your life. So why not use money as a way to get the change that you want or get the status that you, you seek uh, a little bit faster? Obviously, using status as, as a word is, is a little confusing there because a lot of times you're encouraged to either play some sort of status-seeking game or some sort of wealth creation game. And this is weird. A lot of times as Americans, we don't want to play a wealth creation game because we really don't have to. We're all, all so rich. A lot of us are all so rich. Our standard of living is already so high compared to anyone living 100 years ago that we're all playing status games now. Everyone's trying to spend all their mental faculties discerning ways in which they can be perceived by others to be a good person when they could be leaving a lot of, let's say, chips on the table in the thing that they actually can affect change in. Um, mentioned earlier that I worked in a nonprofit setting and a lot of people were not even spending all of their mental resources doing good for the clients that the charity served because they were caught up in some of their own status games. Again, myself included. No judgments. It's a very difficult thing, and even someone who has a lot of good answers, who is doing a lot of the correct things, is going to become prey to the, the 
the daily discussion as to what's relevant in, in, in society. One thing though, rich people will talk to other rich people about money. They all have, they all have to talk about it. It's just like a part of their, their daily business, whether it's, uh, you know, financial opportunities that they have, whether it's amount amounts of money they're going to spend on vacation, whether it's when their trust fund is being unlocked or how much they're going to provide in a trust fund for their descendants. They're free to talk about money all they want. And they don't have a great incentive to talk to people in a lower class than them. And that's probably the number one reason I want to talk to people about money is not that I want to educate people in a lower class. I just said earlier, I don't know if I'm in a lower class. I, in some ways, am, especially if you consider some of the some of the stages I'm at. I, I'm still very much in a growth phase of my life where I don't have a gigantic income. I, I do well for doing the things I choose to spend time doing, but I have been spending time to actually overcome some of my emotional roadblocks with money. And I don't have a lot of wealthy friends to talk about money with. I have tried to follow the advice to make friends with the eminent dead. I try to learn about money through people in podcast form and online and through books and through online articles because I'm still in my way coming up with a community that I respect in in, in how they discuss money. It's hard to just go from someone who's like, I, and this is not necessarily me, just let me give you a theoretical, someone who is like a socialist nonprofit worker to go from that to talking about multi-million dollar, now I guess multi-billion dollar transactions with someone on a golf course. That's a big bridge, right? You're going to need stepping stones that probably come in the form of years of education. And it is my hope at, at the, one of the highest levels that this discussion, my ability to talk about greenbacks and, and discuss deals with people um, can transcend current income amounts um, that can make sense to someone who has money, make sense to someone who is on the way to getting more money, make sense to someone who feels that there's not enough in the world and we need to spread out whatever we currently have and also make sense to someone who knows that no matter what they do as an individual, that the world will come up with better ideas for us all to have more. This will serve as a reminder to myself, at the very least, that there is always more in the world. I mentioned earlier, even if you're digging a ditch, you know, you find out a hack, put some WD-40 on the shovel, that gets the dirt off the shovel. Maybe you get a Boston Dynamics robot holding the shovel. Maybe you get an AI code in the future that's programming the Boston Dynamics robot that's holding the shovel that has WD-40 on it. Maybe you're a botan. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. Maybe you somehow can <laughs> find a way to re-engineer your soil, uh, change the, the composition of the soil uh, to include more sand or, I don't know, peat moss or coconut coir or something that makes it easier for that shoveling to occur. I promise as I continue to talk about this, I will have more examples than ditch digging and uh, shovel opportunities. But hey, you got to start somewhere. 
If you've listened to this, thank you very much. I would love to hear information from you as to what you think I can do to do a better job in discussing this subject. And at the very least, this is myself watching this. This is a great step toward obviously where you need to be going, talking about something that's difficult to talk about that a lot of people don't want to talk about, but that desperately needs to be talked about. And until next time, there's more. So go get it.